0: Well, good afternoon and welcome to the end of day podcast from Marcus today. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday, the 28th of January headlines today, unfortunately, not a particularly great day with the ASX 200 dropping 131 points, closing slightly above the, uh, the bottom of the market. To 66.50, it had a high today of 67.68 and a low of 65.98, which surprisingly was actually quite a narrow range. And for a long period of time this afternoon, the index did stay down 144 points and seemed to be stuck. There for some time. We did see banks hard hit today. The big bank basket fell hard to $154.74. And the Alltech Index was also a big casualty today, uh, certainly outperforming to the downside, down just over 4% with some big moves in the likes of Afterpay, which was down around 6%. Uh, We also saw uh, zero go down as well. They were down a similar amount, down 6.3%. Kogan down 6%. In fact, 6% seemed to be the flagfall really, for the tech stocks today. And that uh, Alltech index down 4%. So not good news there. In other news today, US futures down around 150 points at one stage, but rallying all the way back and actually being positive as this podcast goes to air, although only around 10 to 15 points, so at least that is some positivity heading into the European session. We saw gold at around 24.05 in Aussie dollar terms, that lower Aussie dollar really helping there, that back to 76.24, and the 10-year yield pretty steady at 1.08%. Bitcoin also steady at around 31,122, and we saw Asian markets mixed uh, with uh, the Japan down 1.4%, but China taking a much bigger hit down 2.4% there. In other news today in the highlights, we did see a big short squeeze happen in a variety of stocks which have been out of favour for some time, and they provided the positivity in some of the sectors. We saw Unibal, Radamco, Westfield up 14.5%, big day for them, big volume as well, 6 million shares, certainly one of the heaviest shorted Shares, a big short position in Europe as well. So, no one really wanted to play the GameStop game where short trading hedge funds have been uh, taken out. And uh, really had some heavy losses inflicted on them. Same really applied for Treasury wine estates. That was up nearly 6%. Maybe a little bit of optimism about the Biden administration and China creeping in there. But certainly some shorts there too. Invercare, which is one of the biggest short positions on the ASX, up 5.7% today. Uh, That was highlighted by the AFR this morning and especially in terms of how much days trade the short position was. We saw big uh, moves as well today for Ingham's up 4.4% and Webjet up 1.5% having been squeezed higher in early trade. Ingham's also up uh, 4.4% and the big bank basket we've talked about, Macquarie down 1.6% miners were in trouble today although not as bad as previous days we saw bhp down 1.7 and rio off 2.9 percent the skew which had their quarterly production numbers out off around four percent some cost pressures seem to be creeping into some of their expansion plans there Plenty of quarterlies as well today. IFL, the Independent Order of Odd Fellows, IOOF, down 10.6%. It seems that both money and advisors are walking out the door ahead of the National Australia Bank selling their MLC business to them. Not much on the economic front. We had some international trade price indices for December quarter. Export prices up 5.5%. Import prices down 1%. As far as individual stocks moves go today, in the movers and shakers pile, we've already talked about some of the short squeezes that we've seen in some of the unloved stocks like Invercare, Ingham's, but Western Areas, which is another quite shorted stock, did fall 16.6%, so bucking that trend for short covering. Quarterly fails to impress there with production numbers off. We also saw some profit taking at Novanix down just over 8%, and OpenPay, OPY, the code there, down nearly 12%. Bit of a disappointment on those quarterly numbers there, but we did see buy now, pay later stocks down generally. And the positives corner today. We saw Magnus up 50%. Good move there today for a stock that we hold in the small cap portfolio. And Bubs also had a good quarterly today. They're up 23% with BPH which we have highlighted, I think, the last two days. as speculative stock of the day piled on another 14% today. With uh, That's three in a row. Don't forget, the speculative stock of the day is a stock that I believe still has some legs in it, has both volume and a positive announcement, and should see further growth. So uh, that one there has had a meteoric rise over three days, so it would have been good to be on board that one. Gervais Mining, J. Rv up nearly 7%. The AFR was talking about their strategic metal exposure in the US. And AMA Group, which is the crash repair business, with their CEO under some uh, trouble at the moment, they bounced 5.5% today. So a little bit of bargain hunting around on that one. Pilbara Minerals down nearly 7%. Sales jumped 62% in their quarterly review. And this is how dumb things have got. A stock called GME, bounced over 13% today and at one stage was going mad because GME has a similar code to GameStop. So at one stage it did get to 11.5 cents it did close at 8.5 cents. There was nearly uh, 7 million shares traded today as people got confused with the codes. Tassel up around 3%, another one that has a big short position in it, so people clearly worried about short squeezes and stock being retrieved by the short lenders and also being attacked by those retail funds as they have been in the US, those retail traders piling in to uh, cause a lot of pain for hedge funds. Gold miners having a pretty bleak time today. We had Chalice down nearly 13% and the gold index hitting a nine-month low. So, not good news for gold miners there. Electro optic systems also had their quarterly out today. And after some early moves downwards on the back of that report, talking still about disruptions to supply chains and orders uh, being a little bit slow to come through, the stock did close up 0.6%. Speculative stock of the day today was Hawkstone Mining. Hawkstone Mining, HWK, rose 38%. Good volume saw a 90% recovery of lithium from its m- metallurgical test that it's just been running. In corporate news today, Eager's automotive upgrade updated their guidance expecting underlying operating profits now of two hundred and nine point four million previous guidance was around one hundred and ninety five to two hundred and five million so some good news there today. galaxy resources are down two percent today expects the full year twenty one financial year twenty one total material mine between two point three and two point six million and it 's experiencing solid demand for its spodumene as strong global EV sales increase the demand for lithium chemicals, so that obviously applies to other lithium producers as well at the moment IOOF, as we spoke about earlier Q two funds under management vice administration of two hundred and two billion, but uh, we did see two point two billion of net outflows. In uh, investment management and also pensions and investments saw $625 million of net outflows. Rio had some new management with uh, a newly created position of COO, Chief Operating Officer. And we saw a new CEO of Rio's iron ore business and a new CEO of Australia in Simon Trott. Fortescue Metals, another big one today. We saw total ore shipped to 46.4 million tonnes for... Versus a similar amount last year of 46.4 million tonnes. Average revenue of 121.84 dry metric tonnes. Always good. And guidance repeated, which was good news for Fortescue. Bubs, though, was another highlight today showing gross revenue of $12.8 million, which was up 36% versus quarter ago, and infant nutrition portfolio, which represents around 57% of revenue, with sales up 27% over the quarter. So good news for bubs. Thanks very much for listening to this end-of-day podcast. Have a great evening. That was the market for the 28th of January, and let's hope we get better tomorrow.